This is the Common Sense Podcast presented by Tamar. I'm your host, Tamar Weinberg, founder and CEO of Tamar, and I will be talking to people of all walks of life who have suffered adversity and overcome to rise above the ashes and now make self-care and wellness an absolute priority. Hey, everybody. I am so excited. I have John Ryan here. He is another guy that I met through the David Goggins Facebook group on which, you know, if you know, and you've listened to the podcast before, David Goggins has, he's not human and we're all trying to be not human, just like him. I guess John will share his story. So John, thank you so much for coming. Oh yes, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you physically in the world? And tell me like about like what you do and yeah. I'm in Johnson County, Kansas, the United States. Nice. Um, yeah, and I'm currently, uh, off work, um, but four days a week, I work as a restaurant shift manager, and, um, lately I've been biking, uh, it's a 20-mile round trip. Wow. Four days a week to get to work. Yeah, was that, was that inspired by David Goggins? Yeah, um, it's, it's been a big part of my, uh, current uh, routine has been inspired by uh, David Goggins. I've pushed myself further than I would have otherwise. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, there's a so for those who don't know, he talks about in his book also, and he t- everybody has to read this book. It's a crazy book, can't hurt me. And he talks about how he commuted. I forget if he commuted. He ran to work a couple like a hundred miles or something like that, or he like biked to work. He did all those things, mm-hmm. and. It's insanity. So no, that's uh, kudos to you. I I can't say I have that option because my work is downstairs. And I don't have too much yeah. of a commute. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so did you did you take off the day because of the podcast? No. Oh, you're just plan. It was just it just worked out. Cool. Well, this uh, was meant yeah. to be. Yeah. Sweet. So. How I just out of curiosity because you know these these conversations are intended to flow naturally. I know we've talked about what the podcast is about, but how have you been uh, faring in COVID times? How's how's everything been going over there? Oh, uh, we haven't been affected a whole lot here in the Midwest, so it's basically business as usual. So you you haven't had any specific like issues with like you know the, the restaurants didn't close or anything like that no my restaurant did not close uh fortunately oh wow good for you yeah it's it's like i'm in i'm right outside new york city and going mm. to the going just going to the restaurants it's it's a sad view of everything i mean there's more staff than patrons and <laughs> when i say there's more staff there's like two people in the restaurant it's really yeah. really it's devastating actually i say that with like it's it's really, really depressing. And there's lots of parking in the city, too. So it's a good time to move mm-hmm. to New York City if you've ever thought about it, is what I would say. Yeah. But it is it is sad. Um, yeah. Wow, good for you. You're lucky. Very lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I recruited uh, people to be on the podcast really based on you know, their, their story and how they've been able to overcome a lot. And you kind of touched upon that in the, in your podcast journey, uh, like in, in just, you know, just now in the beginning and, you know, you, you wanted to join the podcast. So tell me a little bit about like where you came from and where you are now. And like, I guess because of, 
you know, the, the Goggins story and, you know, how that all ties in. And feel free to, like, touch upon the book as well and touch upon him, mm-hmm. his life, based on what mm-hmm. you know. It doesn't have to only be me. Okay. Well, so I grew up, uh, like, playing sports, um, but never, you know, like, in, I didn't play in high school, you know, for a team, but I still, you know, uh, always enjoyed playing sports. But as I got older, um, I got more into you know, like work, uh, the work routine and, um, everything. So it took me away from being athletic and, uh, but then once I got older, I ended up being in a position where my car was failing me. Uh, so for several years I was paying for a car, um, that had been new a few years before. Um, but this whole time for, uh, a five year period I'd been paying uh, you know, thousands for this car, um, and it was failing. So it led me to want to be independent and not to rely upon, uh, that to actually get me to and from work or anywhere. So that's when I got a bike and I have it driven since I got that bike. I let my car be, uh, what's it called picked up like the, the bank, got it back and I was happy for it because I didn't owe anything and I was just going with it. So it was a financial thing that led me to, uh, my current lifestyle, but then, uh, discovering David Goggins on Joe Rogan's podcast. I watched both podcasts that he was on and, um, I watched those so many times that I have them memorized, especially the first podcast with Joe Rogan. It was, it made a, really big impact on me to say the least that was the most impactful experience so far in my life yeah was to hear his story and to you know understand what his perspective is and it totally changed the way that I look at life in general and its weakness that is the biggest threat to my life. I know that. And I figure it's the same for everyone. It's just a matter of being willing to accept the fact that we're all capable of more than we may have been led to believe. So that's that's good uh, for now to summarize your question, my, uh, yeah, my basic answer to that question you, you gave me. Yeah, did you did you actually read the book, or you just heard about him on the podcast? Because I'm I'm sure he he's presenting his content in many different ways in the spoken word and written word. I'm just curious if you've actually read the book. Unfortunately, I have not read the book. Oh, okay. I, 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 that's not uh, something that I chose, you know, to to ignore the book. It's just, uh, you know, I I have not uh, yeah I haven't had a debit card for very long actually. Uh, um, separate story right there, but yeah. So anyway. Yeah. You could share that, but yeah, you can. Go ahead. Oh, well, no, I was just saying that, yeah, I don't have, it's not a good story. I just didn't, didn't have a debit card until a couple oh. weeks ago, and it's just, you know, just another facet of my financial, wow. you know, woes, as a lot of us have, have had, especially if you're, you know, still a young a young adult, you know, we're all, you know, making yeah. our way in this world. So anyway, yeah. uh, I haven't gotten around to getting the book, unfortunately, and that's something that I'm really looking forward to doing. Yeah, I will tell you, I don't own the book. I got it from the library. I 
I've been taking advantage of the library. You forget you forget that that's there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. So I will say that there's a, I think in like chapter two, and I don't want to say it, I've talked about it before, but there's this part where he like, he, he really, it's really early in the book, maybe chapter three, and he, he talks about his, his upbringing and his father abusing him, but he talks about this child on the school bus. I'm not going to go any further, but at like age six or something, he witnessed a trauma that you and I will never come close to witnessing. And it's just like, I read that and I'm like, holy crap. And that's like the, and it has nothing to do with his future, his, what he's doing as an adult, where he really defies all odds. And he does all these things that, like I say, is, are not human. Like, I mean, you're talking about the weakness. I'm trying really hard, but it's really difficult to do what he does. But I think, you know, what, what happened to him as a child, like really shaped him um, into the, like he, of course, because that's, you know, the early parts of the book. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's, it's terrifying. It's really terrifying. But I mean, this guy is, is he does, he like, he runs ultra marathons on broken legs. Like, I mean, mm. I don't think any of us, I don't know if that's a weak, I, I don't know. I mean, he almost died many, many times. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's yeah. great. It's great that well, he provides that inspiration. Yeah. I mean, for him, it's different just because, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on that level of, you know, being a Navy SEAL, you know, and all the different stuff that he had accomplished before he ever, you know, got on that uh, 24-hour, one-mile track, you know, the first time he ever did a, a significant, uh, you know, race or a trial, uh, you know, before that he was already a different kind of person. It was just, it took the cardio to, you know, get him to a new level to where he was actually able to, you know, uh, inspire other people because other people, most people can't relate to his time before that. Yeah. You can't relate to most of his life. Well, you can't relate to what he's doing. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, now I have kids now and and my life is a little different than what it was when I might've been a little more, you know, I was definitely sports minded, but then I became sedentary when the computer kind of became a big thing. And I shirked my responsibilities to my health. And now I'm like trying to get back into it. And I don't know mm. if it's because I've been sitting on my ass for like 20 years. It makes me feel very, very old. I'm not that old. But, um, I, you know, I don't know if it's because I've been sitting on my ass for so long that I am at this point where like I can't do the things that other people are doing. But like, like I was saying in a, in a previous podcast that. Like, I don't know if I'll ever get a sub 10 minute mile at this point. When I was younger, I was getting seven to eight minutes, but that was when I was a kid. And like, I, you know, I don't know, even if I push myself like the Goggins way, I was like, I love that he Mm. shows that humans can get to that point, but can all humans get to that point? And that's the hard part. He, his point, I, I hope the takeaway for most people is that they shouldn't push themselves to like work, do what he does, because again, he's superhuman. But like to persevere and not to give up because we do have limitations and it is a lot of psychological uh, barriers on ourselves. I think you could. You yeah. Yes, yeah, um, so I mean, I want to, I want to go as far as say uh, he's superhuman. But I mean, it's you know whatever. You know, uh, we all we all have our own ways to describe him. And you know, you read his book, so you're maybe more uh, aware of you know everything than I am. But for me, it's what he has inspired me to do is just to, you know, not 
be so ready to accept defeat, you know? So that's what it is. It's your own personal battle. Right. You know, like, what are you going to do today? Not you, but what is the, the listener going to do today that, you know, there's several options that you have, and those are either going to make you feel better tomorrow, next week, next month, or they're going to be something that tomorrow, next week, next month, that you're like, why did I do that? Right. You know, like right. for me, it's hard for me to digest certain stuff. So it's like, why did I eat that? Why did I even try? You know, it's just, just a waste of time and money. And just, so it's a matter of self-knowledge, you know, and that's a big thing these days. People are so involved in other people's lives. You know, people want to take inspiration from Goggins. They want Goggins to be their, you know, uh, shepherd or whatever, you know, so it's, that's not really, you know, like I, I, uh, take inspiration from him and it's his voice is in my mind when I'm, in, you know, struggling through a workout, you know, when I'm trying to get home and I've been gone for 14, 15 hours and I'm walking, you know, in the snow, this happened just a month ago. I was walking through, you know, a foot of snow and ice and wow. like my feet are just in horrible pain. And it's just like, it's just one of those things where I'm not going to give up, you know, it's just, um, uh, bettering myself, you know, just feeling better about what what I can accomplish and, uh, you know, uh, improving upon, you know, yesterday's gains. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because it's like there's so many things in the philosophy of like just incremental growth that that is important, like the Atomic Habits Movement by James Clear. I mean, you know, as long as you're just seeing you're you're pushing on that. I mean, kudos. You, you're actually literally... You were in the ice. You were walking in the. You you've been walking in the ice to work too, or is that was just. Yeah. Oh man. I did that because my bike was it. You know, I usually bike, but for that time, I had to. <laughs> I had to walk because it was. Um. You know, it was to the point where my bike was actually going to be able to go through it because it was so thick. Yeah. Wow! Wow! And how long does that take? Ten out. Ten miles is not. It's not a Good question. question park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a 20 mile round trip, so yeah. I leave to work at 6.30 in the morning, I get home at 11.30 at night, and, and, and while I'm out. at work, you know, I'm not complaining, I'm not uh, trying to avoid doing stuff. It's funny, because I have somebody who rolled out of bed and shows up to work half hour late, tired, doesn't do anything for the first three hours they're there, yeah. and then they leave a couple hours after that, and meanwhile, I've been there for, you know, I'm there 12 hours, and I walk six hours on top of it, and I don't say a word about it. Wow. You know, so it's different, completely different ways of life there, you know, me and my coworkers sometimes, you know, so. That's, that's, that's amazing. I am really, really, I'm inspired by you. I forget David Goggins. You got this, like, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, there's also, I think, what do you listen to usually when you're, when you're walking to work or biking to work? What is usually in your ears? Is it the Joe Rogan podcast or is it another podcast or is it something else? Cause I have something, I have a recommendation for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, really, I usually don't have enough data to where I can use my phone and the weather and whatever, you know, it's just, my phone's usually not what I do. I usually just, uh, use a radio or nothing. Oh, wow. And that's <laughs> nothing. Wow. Yeah. But will... radio sometimes. Well, you should look into this. I don't know if you can maybe download like offline or whatever, but uh, I've been finding, you know, the voice in my head that's also helped me. And it, it kind of like what, when you were saying it, I, I identified with this. Um, there's this podcast, uh, not podcast. There's a there's a, an artist. I have them on Spotify. I guess you can get them anywhere called Fearless Motivation. And it's really just 
the same voice in your head that you can keep doing it. You can stop pushing, you know, every, it's all about the, the boundaries that we mentally put on ourselves. It's totally mm -hmm. the same. It's very aligned. It's not aligned with the story. Like the David Goggins story is very him, but this it's, mm -hmm. it's aligned specifically with this mindset. It's all about mindset shift. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of really, really like it's, it's, it's not, I don't even know what genre of music I can call it. It's like, like hip hop, if it's not hip hop, because I'm not really a hip hop person, mm. but it's, it's, it's weird, but it's, I like it. I really, really like it. I haven't listened to it in a while. I usually do it when I'm running and when running gets tough for me, that's usually what I'm listening. And I've been on the treadmill watching the expanse these days. <laughs> that's my, my, uh, walking these days. So I, I will say, uh, yeah, more, more inspired by you because I haven't been able to get that, but you should check that out and see if there's a way to listen. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing uh, I've been, I'm finishing a book right now by a woman named Gretchen Rubin. She wrote The Happiness Project, the second book. Well, she's written quite a few books and she like talks about it's not, it's, it's, it's all, it's basically the same thing you were saying. Um, I just finished this chapter. It's basically the second to last chapter in the book about how, like how, how other people's stories more than psycho psychology, more than scientific research, other people's stories are usually can be an impetus for people to improve their lives. Um, mm. Like mm. sort of like my perfume story has kind of helped people in improving their lives and using perfume for mental health, which is my story. But you're it's, it's sort of the same thing. Like you say you're validating the whole like David Goggins story was was more powerful than anything else you've heard. And I don't know if there are scientific mm. studies to this because it's it honestly push pushes well beyond human limits so there's that but it, it's 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 you're like validating a lot of these things that i've been coming across lately so it's 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 nice to hear and it's it's like i said it's it inspire it's inspiring because it's like there's this domino effect so it's not just you it's at the end of the day you're inspired by david i'm inspired by you and by david and i'm hoping mm -hmm. people who listen to this are inspired as well by you mm -hmm. david maybe me but i'm gonna put me like you know in like lowercase mm. you know yeah it's cool awesome yeah, um what oh i say definitely yeah yeah so i know I, I know you're like working like these crazy hours and your self-care might just be mm. about that i'm kind of curious to get from you like how you focus on yourself you already kind of like i'm, I'm assuming you're like i don't know what you I have to get I have to get your headshot when we actually put this online and all that, or even like a running a shot of you biking or something. I'm sure you got that covered, but like just just curious, like what what is like self care? How do you how do you unwind? How are you taking care of yourself? Well, uh, so I really I don't work crazy hours. Um, it's it's I I only work four days a week. Um, my the company that I work for is really uh, actually to a fault. Uh, you know, considerate of their employees. So, like I said, if somebody wants to show up late and not do anything and then leave early, that's perfectly fine. And we let we let them do that on a daily basis. There are people that that work for my company that do very little, and it's just uh, just fine and dandy. So, having said that, I don't work very many hours, um, but I do uh, you know put in a lot of time. Uh, you know, almost as much time working as I do on the bike or whatever, you know, so, uh, you know, not quite, you know, maybe, you know, like half the time, easy. Um, so anyways, to your point, uh, for self-care, self uh, my routine, you know, it's, it's like built within it. It's where, 
you know, uh, when I'm at work, I'm allowed to, you know, take my time and, you know, do things the way that I want them to be done and to, you know, create a healthy work environment for myself because I want I want to work there if that wasn't the case. Um, so in any way, like on the way, you know, to and from work, that's, you know, I can feel, uh, I can unwind on my way home, you know, it's, it's important for me to be able to relax and just gather my thoughts and, you know, be by myself because, you know, I'm introverted in that way. Like I, you know, give out a lot of, you know, a lot of my, uh, you know, a lot of my mental ability, like when I'm at work, so when I'm, you know, I feel drained when I leave work, so I want to be able to, you know, have time to myself, so anyway, that, that always makes me feel better, it's good for my self-care on my way home from work, and then I'm always to work, it just makes me feel good and ready to, ready to go, so I don't show up tired and not wanting to be there, I'm actually ready to go, and, you know, excited to be there, I'm just really happy that I'm not on the freaking road anymore, you know, I'm actually at my destination, so, uh, but then I do have three days off per week, so. You know, I do lots of stretching and, and uh, you know, I was talking about digestion and uh, that's, you know, that's been a big uh, thing for me along with my exercise routine is just, you know, really you know, hammering down exactly what benefits me and what doesn't, you know, and spending my money wisely and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And in addition to what you were saying about uh, perfume, I've discovered aromatherapy, so I've been using uh, peppermint. You know, a peppermint spray, you know, lots of it, and I don't use any other, you know, kind of, you know, like cologne or whatever. Uh, but anyway, like aromatherapy is another self-care type of thing that I could point out. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about aromatherapy for me. I've had this conversation, like, a lot of people, when I launched my perfume. So the story of my, my life is that uh, I, I had children and then I got depressed and then my depression hit, uh, it ended up hitting a rock bottom. And I discovered one day, I think because my mindset was in such a different place, I put on, uh, perfume that one day and it like changed my life. All of a sudden I woke up. I think my fifth sense finally woke up and most people take scent, smell for granted. And I, you know, I've known about aromatherapy. I've actually owned aromatherapy, but um, I didn't feel, I didn't get that same impact. I think the, the difference was the, maybe the scent itself. I don't really know, or maybe it was the fact of my mindset where my head was in such a bad place. So I was more, it was more suggestive to me at that point. So I ended up, um, I said I wanted to do something in perfume and I spent the less, the, the next couple weeks, months kind of focusing on, on building out a whole idea. And people have come to me and they're like, yeah, aromatherapy is the, totally the thing, but you know, and, and it's been around and it's doing really, really well. But my, my, I guess my, my challenge to aromatherapy is you go in a room, you smell coming out of this diffuser, and then you forget that it's there. The idea of perfume to be on your body and to have this mindset when you put it on in the morning and then you keep it on throughout the day, it changes everything. And, and it's interesting because I, I would love to, like, I don't know about the, the David movement, the David Goggins followers, if, if this mindset changes... I actually have like I'm really trying to disrupt perfume in general and cologne and that whole that whole world. Um, I like to say that if you put on perfume at um, and 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 you like and then you go for a run and it gets really hard. Like I don't know, you're running uphill and all of a sudden things get challenging. Like I like to think that you can put your wrist to your face smell take a whiff it'll ground you and it'll hopefully like reseat like change everything anchor you back in the present and it'll make it a little easier 
And it's mm. a very different mindset than you can't do that with aromatherapy. You definitely can't do that with aromatherapy. But if you have it and you're, you're not sweating too much on your wrist, and even if you are, it still will smell probably if it lasts. Uh, it changes everything. And that's a very, like I said, this is extraordinarily disruptive. Very, very different than anything I've ever thought to do before. But I think that it's like people were like, when I told, I, I got, I had, I did a photo shoot a few months ago and people were like, why would you want a runner for like, I wanted runners. Why would you want a runner for perfume? And I said, this is why. And this is, this is like, you're starting like another book, Simon Sinek, start with why. What is my why? Changes you, brings you back and it rem makes you remember who you are as a person. So yeah, yeah, it's different, different thought. So I'd be interested in hearing if you ever put on, have a cologne, put on a perfume, something that lasts all day. And if when, when like you're biking, like you're feeling like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I don't know how many people do. If you're biking to work, you probably didn't be able to finish. But like, you know, for me, I, I run locally and eventually I'm just like, do I want to keep running? Um, and if I'm close enough to home, I might not. Uh, I might just, you know, give up. And, but if I, if I do this, I'm just like, no, I'm not going to give up. I'm, or, or rather running versus walking and you just decide I don't want to walk. I don't want to run anymore. Um, and this, this, this could potentially help you and make you keep, keep going. So, um, if you are willing to try this, I would love to hear your thoughts on, on it in, in, in a few weeks time. And there's, there's a couple different, different things that I do. Um, but as far as like, I have, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, you know, like some sort of underlying asthma, you know, they used to smoke. And so anyway, I'm like very sensitive to, uh, uh, smells whatsoever. So that's why like aromatherapy is about as far as I can go, uh, with, you know, what I feel comfortable with. But like, uh, to your point though, um, to reset, I, you know, there's lots of things that I used to, you know, get my mind back, you know, um, uh, a big thing that I used is, um, I remember, you know, like, I, like, I do the same thing at work, pretty much at any break time, uh, I'll, you know, sit down and watch something funny on YouTube, you know, and that, you know, I know that's not, uh, really what you mean, but that's what helps me reset, like, any stressful time, I just kind of find, you know, find the humor in it, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it's, there, there's so much stuff out there. There's so much content out there. Um, and I would love to, to know, I would love to, to know, like, I get, were you, you just randomly discovering stuff or? Well, uh, well, for like the one thing that I've rediscovered on YouTube that I grew up watching was Mystery Science Theater 3000 and they oh. have it on YouTube and it's, you know, it's a goofy show, but. You know, I, I think it's funny, and I always like it growing up. So anyway, that's one of the things that there's just endless, you know, seemingly endless content of that one show alone. But then there's lots of stuff on YouTube, to your point. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know, there are places. Sorry, but YouTube is where I go. Cool. Sorry, cool. what were you going to say? No, 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 nothing. I was just going to say awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I've heard about the MST3K uh, movement. Yeah. I didn't quite follow it. I, <laughs> but... No, that's that's cool. I didn't realize the whole all episodes were on YouTube. That's pretty neat. Yeah, most of them. Cool, cool. Um, all right, awesome. Um, I'm going to, I guess, ask uh, a question that I ask everybody, and I usually don't give them any prep. So if they listen to the podcast, they know it, but otherwise they don't, and that's fine mm. because I don't expect you to know it. But um, if you can give an earlier version of yourself a piece of advice, what would you tell him? 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything. I like it. Yeah. Everything we do right now, like, I don't think there's any reason to regret. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, you're, 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 you got where, where you are and doing things in the way you are. I mean, you are going to be inspiring a lot of people. So thank you for, for being here and sharing that and all. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no problem. Uh, glad, to, glad to be a guest. Yeah, yeah. So w one last thing. I don't know if it's possible, but, and it's, you know, I, like I ask people this and sometimes they have a, like a big online presence, but if I wanted, if I, if people are potentially uh, to follow you on social or to contact you, is there any means that they should do that? Or should I, uh, is there a website or anything, anything you got right now? I have two YouTube channels. Okay. Yeah. What are, what are the URLs? I'll put them in, I'll also put them in the notes. Okay. Well, one is, the one that has the most content is Johnny. Suave Health. Um, Johnny Suave Health? Yeah, Johnny Suave Health. If they just look up Johnny Suave Health, it'll pop up. And there's like 30 or so, 30 or so videos uh, just me doing different, you know, different things that I discovered in the health world. And I put it to the test and I made a video to uh, explain, you know, what, what it was all about. So it helps introduce stuff to people who are unfamiliar with anything. You know, health products and whatnot. Cool, cool. Awesome. What's the second one? Oh, sorry. It's just my name, John Ray. Okay, awesome. Oh, so you got to, okay. Yeah, so you'll send me those links and I'll make sure I get them in the in the notes as well. And cool, cool. Sweet. Well, thank you so much again. If you have anything you want to add before we sign off, uh, I'll take that. But otherwise, you know, we're good. Uh, no, uh, nothing bad. Uh, thank you for uh, the interview. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll talk soon. I'll keep you posted. I'll need a okay. headshot from you soon, but we're good. Okay. All awesome. right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you all again for tuning in. This is your host, Tamar Weinberg of the Common Sense Podcast. Till next time, 